absolute pleasure to be joined by Jack and Will, who've started up a Business Bundle. So I'm going to hand over to them because they're going to introduce each other a lot better than I was. Um, and if you guys can just give us a little intro to what Bundle's doing as well at the moment. Uh, sure. Thank you for having us on. Um, so yeah, so I'm Jack uh, and this is my business partner, Will. Uh, we are both uh, university students at the University of Leeds. Uh, I'm currently studying international business and finance and Will's uh, currently studying business management. Um, so, so Bundle um, was an idea that came from my own personal experience at university. Uh, we started it back in March uh, when as the UK went into lockdown. Uh, we found ourselves with quite a bit of time so um, we thought it was a great opportunity to start a business uh, and we kind of uh, we it started from a problem we experienced um, in second year uh, where uh, when it came to buying communal products for the house so things like bin bags washing up liquid you know things everyone's using um, you know these things these products will cost you know a couple pounds that like one person would need to buy but I never felt comfortable and I don't think anyone really would you know, to go back to their housemates and ask them to send them, you know, 20p there, 30p there. Uh, so we found there was no real easy solution to split the price of these products that you're kind of buying month in, month out, um, you know, conveniently, um, which then led us on to creating the idea bundle, which is a monthly delivery service, which uh, delivers all your essential products to your house every month, um, where you can then split the price of the box uh, equally between your housemates, so to make sure that everyone's paying their fair, uh, their fair split. Um, so yeah, so that's bundle. Amazing, yeah. Um, and if you see a look of frustration or disappointment on either of these guys' faces, it is because I've absolutely messed up the recording a second ago, so we've had to do this again. Um, but again, a great intro to bundle. Um, still an amazing idea. The second time I hear it, still very impressed by it. Um, so this is something obviously students I think students definitely need it to be honest I think there's an argument for people beyond just students needing this people when you're living in communal houses quite early um, but so what was the what was the first step that you guys took when you decided this is an idea that you had um, what were the beginning steps to get it off the ground yeah so the first few steps were definitely uh, market research so we knew we had an idea here that was relevant and that we experienced ourselves uh, but then we thought, you know, does everyone else really have the same problems that we have had at university? So we sent out loads of surveys on Facebook groups and just through people we know. And, you know, we were just asking the kind of questions like, uh, you know, did you experience like not having all these products always in your house? Like, were you always short of these products or did your friends never pay you back? And yeah, the general gist was that a lot of the, you know, the current trend was that all of these guys had the same problem, which was their friends weren't really paying them back and they never really had everything they needed in their house. So yeah, from there, we just kind of thought, okay, you know, we need to do some marketing now around the brand and we kind of put a brand together, which was Bundle now. And yeah, we just put something up on Instagram, created a website and just, you know, kind of like tested it to see how it would go. And yeah, this is where we are today. And when you guys started as well then, so you created the brand, when you were first marketing that, did you go for every social platform there was, Instagram, Facebook, or did you concentrate on just one or two of those? Um, so yeah, so we kind of, um, I think we started off on Instagram and Facebook. I think um, Instagram with our age group, with university students, is probably the most popular. So that's kind of where you want to really start um, kind of getting the marketing out there. Um, also had a bit of a um, presence on LinkedIn as well. We kind of wanted to get that kind of business side of things going as well, a bit more of like a serious approach with it. Um, 
TikTok. Yeah, but well. yeah, TikTok as well. I think it's fairly uh, current. You know, we want to, you know, jump on that train as well. Um, can't, can't ignore it these days. You know, it's just, everyone's kind of talking about it. So um, yeah, we kind of wanted to go for that kind of student to student approach. You know, a bit cheeky, a bit kind of like we get it. We are kind of we we are students. So for example, you know, we kind of ran like a a Tinder kind of um, style marketing approach where we wanted to do like a kind of an individual um, what's the word like a profile of the of each product. So we kind of did that like in a Tinder style, or we did like an each kind of a Tinder profile just to kind of you know get that student kind of side of um, you know across to the to to the customers. Nice. Is that something that um, one of you or both of you excelled in, to kind of uh, taking different tones? Is one of you the the kind of chief marketer? Uh, yeah, no, I mean, where, where, where was uh, working at Nike last year? And I think he was kind of working in a lot of the marketing departments. So, um, and, and, and I think he's got a kind of a eye for marketing. No, well. both, both of us definitely had the most fun just sitting there creating those ideas. Um, I think, yeah, but on the social media side, but there's loads of tools online which you can just use to, like, you know, bang something up for pretty cheap, which is pretty good. Uh, but yeah, I think we're both quite into the marketing, uh, which is good. Nice. And what would you say, is it the Tinder, uh, the Tinder idea or what would you say is the biggest win you've had so far from the market side, the best responses and engagement? I'd say, yeah, I think, I think the Tinder stuff was pretty good because I think it showed bundle in like a cheeky light. Um, you know, it was like showing like, for example, um, a photo of like a wipe and it had like a description of like a wipe being an actual person and like, would you like it? Would you not kind of thing? Yeah, we had a bit of publicity on the tab, which went really well, which we posted on our social media. But yeah, I think just like the whole page, we've had a lot of good feedback about, you know, like uh, it's quite cheeky, it's quite on trend and it, pretty, it looks good to be fair, uh, is what we've been told. So 100%, I mean, that's a, that kind of tone of voice, marketing, branding, is quite a hard one to, to meet as well, to, to actually successfully achieve that cheeky tongue in cheek. Um, yeah, do you think that helps the fact that a lot of brands that are trying to do that aren't necessarily that they're normally a fair bit older than the age group they're trying to apply to and they're putting something on fake whereas you guys are university students for university students mm. yeah no I do, I, th I do think it is uh yeah the, the tone of voice and in your marketing is like i think like detrimental these days when it when it comes to like appealing to especially the younger generation um and i definitely think kind of just being students and always like I, I mean I, I feel like I can kind of like see it from a mile off when um, it's gonna it's you know a company's being run by older people who are trying to appeal to the student body I don't know there was just something there so yeah I do, I do think it is really important and uh, and uh, that we're quite lucky to kind of be in a position where we can just appeal to students just because you know it's based off our own experience. 100% yeah I think people react very well to authenticity but it's also a very hard thing to achieve if you're not actually authentic so it seems like it's, it's working well for you guys um and so when you originally so you had um a little bit of help from the university as well as well as there was, was there another outside of university program that you applied for or both of the uh, two grants that you've received have they both been through uni yeah both for uni uh, we had an early one in like june july uh, which really helped us like do the initial market research uh, collecting all that data to find out exactly what's going to be inside the box and what people need and how much of it and then, yeah, a couple of weeks ago, uh, we won this lead scholarship thing, which raised even more money. And that's just going to go towards making Bundle even better for the new year. 
So yeah, expect to see a lot of changes uh, in a good way. Nice. Um, so kind of a two-part question there. First one would be, uh, what advice would you give to students that have a good idea and how would they go about um, a- approaching these um, programmes that unis have on? And the second part would be, what did you do once you received that bit of money? How have you put that to use? Um, so first thing I say to university students is, I think you just want to be proactive. I think you'd be really surprised with just like how helpful people are willing to be. I mean, like when we kind of first got through to um, the university, it, we kind of almost saw it as like a pitch, like a dragon's den kind of thing. And we were like, you know, a bit nervous to kind of tell them the idea. But then kind of once after we kind of told them the idea, you know, it really seemed like they were on our side. They wanted to help us and they just wanted us to do well, as opposed to kind of like, no, this idea is rubbish. You know, we don't want to invest or you're fired or, you know. So um, so I think, yeah, def- definitely just kind of, um, they are, the university are here to support you. So um, really kind of make use of your networks, make use of like the um, service they offer. Because I know in Leeds, they have the Spark initiative, which is amazing. And I'm sure they have similar organizations in other universities. Um, Sorry, what was what was the second? Um... So you guys had previously obviously been doing things on a bit of a shoestring, um, and then once you had that in, initial injection of cash, what did you use that towards? And also, was that successful? Have you seen results out of it? Yeah. So, so the first a thousand pound grant we received was a proof of concept grant. Um, so that was kind of um, more focusing on the, um, the the data that we wanted to get back, the market data in, in terms of the uh, quantities and the actual products going inside the box. Uh, so in, in June and July, um, that £1,000 kind of funded us to run a trial uh, across 25 houses in Leeds, where we would gain data uh, from um, the houses in terms of the quantities. Um, so when we kind of originally started the idea, that was kind of the, one of the bigger challenges we kind of faced was deciding how much um, of each product go into the box, just because you know these are products you're using every day. But when it comes to using things like bin bags, you don't actually really register, you know, how much any bin bags will go through in a month. Mm. So, uh, so yeah, so kind of just seeing the kind of the um, the the I mean, how many how many bin bags people are using across 20, 25 houses that kind of gave us the tools to then go on and kind of create um, the perfect box and the tech as well. That's quite important. We haven't actually yeah, mentioned. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, we had to put a lot of money into that as well. Actually, letting the students split. Uh, you know the essentials and that wasn't easy I think we went through like three developers uh, a few of them just had like no idea like how this is going to be possible uh, and yeah we, we found an amazing guy who uh, helped us put it into place and yeah let the students actually split uh, the price through the website nice which I think that's, that's a big part of what you want to do as well isn't it you want that ease of access because I know for instance, you can even have something like Splitwise, but it doesn't suit the same need because there's that thing where on a Sunday night, one of your mates suddenly uploads six things to Splitwise when you think you've had them and he owes you 15 quid and suddenly the most suspect things start getting added. Whereas you guys kind of beat that problem at the source and make sure everyone's upfront and know exactly what they're doing. Um, And so from that data and the research that you were doing, what would you say, if anything, you guys were surprised by either items in the box or quantity of items that people go through through in a month? Yeah, oh, 100%. I mean, like, I think, I think it's quite funny. Like, the difference between boys and girls at university is just crazy. Like, how much more boys do consume uh, than girls, I think it's fairly obvious to say. Uh, but, yeah, we didn't realise how much more uh, they actually consume. So, you know, that's why it is hard to get, get the exact perfect box. But we're still trying every single day. And we're investing more money into 
you know, getting the ideal box. Um, but yeah, it is definitely harder when you've got a mixed house of boys and girls living together. Sure. <laughs> definitely. I, I guess down the line, there could be the idea of a slight personalization as well. If you've got a house that just uses a weird amount of toilet paper and you don't want to judge them, but like their box at the end of the month skips up a little bit. Um, yeah. Exactly. yeah. And I know I've kind of already touched on this before, um, before I had to restart this one, but you guys obviously have a good working relationship. Um, you, you obviously um, are productive, don't have too many arguments. What would you say is the key to that success of being mates, but also turning that into a business and working together? It's a very good question. Um, I think, um, I think balance is the main thing. I'd say just like, just like finding that balance of like, okay, we, we know we need to switch off now because we do live together. Uh, we just, you know, just have a couple beers, just chill. Um, but yeah, luckily we've had uh, help from the university. They've given us like a little office space. Uh, so we do find that like balance between, you know, university, social and uh, bundle. Because otherwise I think, you know, we would just be in there uh, the whole time just working on it, which mm -hmm. can be quite mm -hmm. dangerous. <laughs> yeah, you definitely need that balance. Do you find yourself as well still now if you're I guess it's a bit easier because we're in quarantine but at the end of a night or something you'll sit around with your mates and you two are at the side talking about like oh we could be putting that in the bundle. <laughs> we're just analysing you know people's kitchens and then, <laughs> and, then, and then like you know and we'll go shopping or something and then we'll just like be mesmerised by the cleaning section and you know, <laughs> yeah. you've got you know, shoppers who are walking past and you know what's wrong with these guys yeah. over there. So a bit too excited about uh, some sponges but yeah no we definitely uh just always just trying to gauge as, as as much as possible what people are kind of using so yeah, yeah nickname for yourselves is like the two that are just going around uni checking what liquid washing up liquid people are using in the houses like yeah nice no, it seems seems like obviously it's definitely working for you though um which is definitely. great to see um so what uh for you at the moment what are the biggest challenges that you're facing what's what's the thing that you need to overcome in order for bundle to get you know twice as big as it is at the moment I'd, I, yeah it's kind of twofold i would say uh, I think coronavirus, uh, it's like almost like the best time to do this, but almost the worst time to do this. Uh, people we're trying to get in contact with, uh, obviously replying a lot slower, uh, like accommodations, for example, who we definitely want to have an influence in. Uh, and then I would just say, like, we definitely need to spend more money on the marketing side uh, because we launched in September. Um, we did, to be fair, we finished our tech in September and we launched in September because uh, we just wanted to get something out there. So we didn't have time to run, you know, like any real marketing campaign or, you know, any physical side to that. So definitely come next September, we're going to hopefully, uh, you know, spend a good amount of money into uh, your physical side, please God. And yeah, definitely online and digital as well. And just a quick one for something that anyone that's looking at this in a similar situation to you guys has an idea, wants to start something, what would be the most effective first step that you reckon they could take? I've got quite an interesting one, actually. Um, I think a lot of people, when they have an idea, are quite reserved to tell people about their idea. And I think they hold it in because they're worried about other people like stealing it. But I think actually the best way to start an idea is to actually speak to all your friends first and your network and get first initial feedback from them. Because let's be honest, like your close friends and like your family and you know whoever, they're not gonna steal your idea if they are your friend, you know what I mean? So I think holding it in and not actually getting it out can just give you a headache. And like, you'll never really know if it is the idea that you should kind of go for, in my opinion. Plus obviously, you know, market research, mm -hmm. uh, spending money definitely on like getting that initial survey collection back and you know, that data 
which is so important. Hundred percent. And so, what did you what did you guys see the first time you started saying this to some of your mates then outside of just a pair of you? What was the reaction that you were getting from friends and family? Um, yeah, really positive. I mean, because um, we've had some ideas in the past, and um, the thing about this idea was that you know we could kind of explain it, you know, in a couple sentences, and people get it. And I think I think a lot of the time it's the simple ideas like which kind of are the ones which are kind of do the best. So um, so yeah, we got some really positive feedback, and it was kind of we kind of the kind of um, the the kind of thing that kept cropping up was you know why why didn't hasn't this existed before, or why hasn't someone thought of this in the past? And you know when we when we've had other ideas, you know we're we're constantly just trying to break it down, and we're trying to think of like reasons why it won't work. And I think when it came to this idea you know, we would sit there for a couple of days and we just, you know, nothing would really come to mind as to why this, why this really wouldn't work. Uh, wouldn't really work. So, um, so yeah, so from, kind of from the off, that was kind of, we got really excited about it. And then, you know, that just kind of, we just kind of carried that momentum through kind of um, all through lockdown to kind of actually, you know, turning it into a reality. 100%. I think that's a really good point that you've made there about being able to explain an idea in a couple of sentences. Um, it's something that's quite easy for me to see when I research in these podcasts. You know, sometimes you find yourself clicking around thinking, what does this person do? Clicked on the website for you guys. I think it was the shortest research I've ever done. It's like, this is what it is. I looked at it and I went, yeah, that works. Obviously, yeah, I can see what that is. Don't need to even click on any of the pages. I know what's going on. Um, so I think that's a good idea, yeah, for students to be able to sit there and can you explain it in a couple of sentences um, probably means you're onto a bit of a winner. Mm -hmm. Nice. Um, yeah, I think, I think that's great. I think that's really good advice as well. Last one that I'd want to ask you guys as well would be... Um, during your time at university, I think mean, you're both doing management-related courses, aren't you? Um, how much do you think that factored into helping what you're doing at the moment? And also, how much did your um, placement years as well, how much did that help with what you're doing at the moment? Um, so I think, because um, obviously both of our degrees are quite, um, you know, theory-based and it's a lot by the textbook. And, um, you know, I think in, in business, sometimes they do use a lot of case studies, so there is stuff which is applicable. Um, but I think overall, I think there are a lot of things which you just kind of subconsciously pick up as you're learning that you will just kind of apply. Um, I mean, I do finance and like that's definitely helps with kind of the, like the number aspects of it, kind of with the cash flows um, and like building out the models um, and like kind of Will does management. And like, I think he, he will definitely apply just kind of when he like speaks to people and kind of just the way he kind of goes about his work. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's a pretty interesting question, actually, isn't it? Because I. The stereotype is like, you know, you, you in a business course kind of like it's not practical, so you don't actually like learn anything real life related. But yeah, I think I think I definitely thought that I was one of those people. But the more you start and you're like, you know, you're into a business and you're making it happen, you do realise that you are always using that like, theory that you have used, mm -hmm. you know, like leadership stuff, how to manage people, marketing. Like you may not think it, but like you definitely are learning. Uh, in the textbooks, things that you actually are going to use and apply. Mm -hmm. And yeah, placements as well. So we we both done placements. Uh, I was in Amsterdam working at Nike. Uh, I did like business development and I did like a marketing uh, for the final six months. 100% applied that to, to bundle, just like how to speak to people, how to pitch, present, um, you know, especially in the marketing, like how receptive people are, the different touch points. And yeah, so that definitely gave uh, I mean more like a you know, comfort going into like starting a business so I definitely recommend as well if you can get onto a placement year because, like, you, know, you learn a lot of practical skills uh, throughout that year definitely mm -hmm. yeah and I was uh yeah I was uh, um, uh, a company called Kiki uh, which is a music startup 
Uh, they're based in Shoreditch, a really small team, about 13 to 15 people. Um, and yeah, just, just being in that kind of environment throughout the year, I think it, it just provides so much value to people. Because I think one of the kind of the biggest fears people had, um, especially when I was kind of applying, was that, you know, what if you kind of go to, to your placement and then you get all settled in and you don't want to come back to uni or you don't want to do that final year? We're kind of out the swing of things but you know I mean I, I think it provides you great value and like we kind of come back from that year kind of almost treating our university year as like a nine to five now as opposed to like living that kind of student kind of you know waking up at like one in the afternoon which we might have done in second year so um so yeah we learned a lot from it and um yeah it, it was great just to kind of have that work experience that we can now like apply to apply to bundle. 100%. Yeah, I mean, honestly, absolutely great talking to you guys. And I think a lot of the, the advice you've given in here is directly actionable for people that want to do something similar. Um, aside from that as well, we'd say to anyone checking it out to definitely look into Bundle. BMDL is, isn't it? Um, yeah. yeah. Have a look. We'll obviously plug that around so people can look at it. And there's now no excuse for your uni house looking like a show. It's get, get yourself tidy, clean up. Exactly. Oh, stay clean. Nice. Clean. Stay clean. Yeah, stay clean. Nice, right. Thank you very much for joining us. I um, really appreciate both your time. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me.